Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul, Angeline, and today we're talking about traders using a trader in your RPG or having a trader in your RPG. Well, you can decide what we're talking about. What are we talking about? Having a trader in your RPG game. So this is a question from Mike and uh, from uh, Facebook, our Facebook page, and he asked, "What do we believe, or how, what do we think of having a character?" embedded in the party who has a different goal or different goals than the rest of the party even goals that are that's different than a traitor then okay How unless the goals are a traitor is somebody who's totally against what you're doing well there you go i mean going against what the part the party goals or beliefs are a long time ago for like let's say the first you know 30 years of my gaming i would have said no this was a a bad idea uh it could cause depending on the party depending on a group of players it could cause a lot of uh problems people could get angry especially when most gamers probably have this idea that the party's supposed to work together and it goes against the their preconceived ideas of of what adventuring and gaming is all about i've run into a few people who uh, during my gaming who believe that it's just part of like real life so they want that in their game i remember years ago there was this guy called stan who was just chaotic evil and he played it to the hills and for me to run him in the game it was very difficult because i could never forecast what he was going to do so, so it was very difficult to run him as a gm and i was much younger back then and other players had difficulties with him because they never knew what he was going to do because on a whim he would do some crazy acts of violence or chaoticness and they really just didn't trust him at any time you know because he could just go off so because of that i always thought having uh, somebody who wasn't part of the cohesive group who went against or had his own ideas of what to do counterproductive to having a good or a fun party or a good game to play in he wasn't a traitor, though. He was just an evil character. Right. But he kind of went against, like, if, if the, what the party, will of the party, if they agreed to go to a certain place and do a certain thing, he would sometimes not do that. He would go off on his own. And, like, let's say they wanted to talk to somebody, he might kill the person that they were supposed to talk to. So he wasn't a traitor, but he would go against the party's uh main goals or their uh, what everybody believed was the was the goal of the party so it was he was just chaotic and and it, but he was really easy to deal with because if there was a, if if you could throw a battle here and there it would it it would uh, prevent him from getting bored which i think was the reason why he did the things he did and he when he was happy he wouldn't he would do less of that craziness he will uh, what's that term he liked to just so discord in the group so I always had this in the back of my mind that I would not allow evil characters in my in my party or in my groups when I ran games. I didn't believe in allowing an evil character. And this this came up even recently when 
one of my players wanted to play an evil assassin type character. I said, well, you can't play an, an evil character in my game. Well, what about neutral evil? I go, there's still evil in that neutral evil uh, alignment. That we're playing D&D. So he was a little upset, but, you know, he was able to deal with it. And, and the game went on. And there's been other instances when people, they don't, not necessarily D&D where they play evil, but they go against this uh, idea of party cohesion and, and doing and getting along with the, what the other characters are doing. I remember in this one, one uh, RPG game, there was a, a prisoner and in, who was an, a, uh, it was a, uh, it was in a game at a game con and one of the play, one of the player characters was a prisoner and the, and the, and at one point in the GM's mind the prisoner was supposed to let go because of the the crazy evilness that was going on in the game and it was like well this guy might be a uh, enemy or or whatever but there was a greater evil to to defeat and and this person could help well one of the one of the other players who was uh, in charge of this it was a i think it was a world war 2 game it was a military game no, no matter what and the person who was in charge who was like a lieutenant absolutely refused to let the prisoner get freed even though the rest of the party the rest of the group said oh yeah we, we could use his skills we could use what he you know his his powers or whatever and he absolutely refused and and that kind of go, went against that whole idea of of the party cohesion or letting this player play so the player got tired of being a prisoner and when he took a break he said told the gm you know i'm sorry but this game is pretty boring since i literally can't do anything because i'm in handcuffs or in irons and it doesn't seem like i'm going to be let go so there's no reason for me to keep playing so he left the game so here's this guy who's a who is a prisoner in the game and never got to play because he was a prisoner i would never want to put a person who's going to play a game in that position so he wasn't really a traitor but he was a person in irons those are stories that that kind of tell me that you don't want to have uh, one dissension among the group by having somebody who has a different goal than the rest of the group whether that goal is is simply uh the what the perceived idea of the group is or actual goal or like a mission of the group. I don't think that the GM wanted the prisoner to have a different goal of the group. Well, he was a prisoner, I think. I mean, it was a, I think it was a World War II game and, and obviously he was probably German or maybe Italian. I don't, I'm not, I don't remember exactly what theater the war, the war, the game took place the person who was playing the lieutenant, the person in charge of the group, said that absolutely not would they ever let the prisoner, oh, the the stuff was hitting the fan, so to speak, and all hell was breaking loose, and they could use his skills, whatever that meant, either with a firearm or I think it might have been a superpowers game, I don't know. Even though the rest of the group was saying, yeah, we should let him go, we, should, we could we deal with the fact that he's the enemy later, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one character was like staunchly, staunchly saying, no, can't let him go. I believe from what I remember, uh, the GM was really upset because 
it just kind of ruined the game for everybody because it, there was this guy sitting there and a player sitting there who had done nothing for three hours and when they took a break he decided not to come back which is kind of you know kind of suck so another reason i i just don't like the idea of having uh, people with different goals than the rest of the group because like i said it kind of causes people to get upset in real life not just role play upset there was a character in one of the settings he was like a hobbit but he wasn't a hobbit he was a, it was i think it was dragon lance dragon lance has is a series of books and they they have a third edition uh campaign setting and you could play one of these little a kendrick i think is what it's called and he and by nature this thing has to steal right this they're like a like a hobbit and uh or a gnome like creature uh person race and they would steal stuff right and they would even steal from the party and uh, i've never played in dragonlance uh i never had that campaign setting i don't think i don't i never read the books and i hear stories from other podcasts and other actual plays where people would where the gm would ban people from playing one of those uh type of characters from that you know culture because it would just sold dissension among the group and cause people to start fighting and they were really problematic but some people love playing that character those those characters it would just cause a lot of problems all of your examples so far have been where the players know that the people are different or yes as in but you said having a traitor which would mean that the players wouldn't know or would the players know well i guess you're right i guess uh what mike was talking was actually talking about was like and he mentioned specifically he put me he specifically mentioned something that had changed my mind about having a traitor or some uh, a, a player character with different goals than the rest of the group he mentions burke from aliens movie and how burke has he knew that there was aliens he knew uh, that they were bad and but he still wanted he still had a mission of of getting one and bringing it back to wherever where the rest where the marines were there to rescue people i think they rescued one i guess at the very end so that was that's the that's the example he gave was burke from uh aliens and i again i would definitely in the first 30 years of my rpg career probably even 35 years i would say no no or 40 even i would say no because it was i just couldn't see it becoming a good game mainly because most of my games are in the past have been like there were games where the group would all work together i've never had a group where people would steal from each other i never had a group where where one person would kill other characters that was just not the kind of groups that i played with but i have in i have recently talked to a number of my friends who i used to play with a long time ago and they obviously had different groups and they would play in groups where people would do that they would have certain they play with certain players that would play that way that would that would uh steal from them that would in a moment backstab them backstab you know uh, literally backstab them in a crucial point to for their character to gain hit points or to steal more treasure they would literally backstab the group and it, and and I go so how did it, how would that end? It will end with either everybody going after this guy and killing him or or kicking him out of the group, 
And I'm like, I mean, literally, oh, no, the character. I'm like, oh, well. And the guy would make another character just more or less like that. I'm like, well, why would you keep playing with him? He goes, they go, oh, because he was our friend. I'm like, okay. But they knew the kind of character he made. That's true. That's true. They did. And they would, I guess they would just let him keep playing. I mean, And Alien is different because you know that there's a, a traitor in Alien. Well, okay, so if you have, haven't played it, so there, we, we bought the Alien RPG, and I ran it a few times. And in there, indeed, there's a trader mechanic, or a trader in the group, uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the adventures that I ran, because that's the model, kind of. So in the, in the game, there is a company man. And, of course, everybody who's seen Aliens, the movie, already knows that they can't trust the company man. So... So they're very weary about the company man and his actions to the point where a couple of times when I've ran the scenario, people go, okay, I'm going to keep my eye on the company man. And I go, okay. And the company man's going, well, you know, hey, I'm just, you know, he plays all the characters that played the company man and I always took to the character like, like a fish in water, right? They really liked the character. They really got into the character and... And they were all like slimy, right? They all played the character slimy. Like he, he was very, he was very cordial and very understanding. At the same time, you know, he was thinking. They were all thinking of ways to 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 benefit themselves, right? It wasn't so much that they were traitors in a certain sense. Yes, they were. <laughs> but they were definitely out for themselves. But the, all the players and characters knew this. <laughs> there was no surprise. I would like to run a game where the company man wasn't the traitor or wasn't the slime ball to just to throw everybody off. That would be neat. Because like you're right, when I ran those games, uh, this was a published adventure with the, with, the, with the game. It was like, well, we know Wilson's a traitor, so we're going to keep an eye on him type of thing. And, uh, and for the most part, most of the players that played Wilson, Wilson is the character, they were very good. They were. They wouldn't do anything that that the other characters uh, could call bad, right? You know, he was very supportive. He he gave them good information as far as insight in what they should do. Uh, he they uh, all the characters didn't appear at all to be these treacherous, lecherous, bad dudes, and ready to sell their mother for a dime. Though they were. But they didn't play it that way, and I thought they they did a really good job. Almost all of them did a really good job in portraying the character that way. And I think they, they all did uh, different things that made the game uh, fun, and 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 it worked. But uh, but for the most part, I I wouldn't I wouldn't ever have thought of that in my game. But Alien just just it just fits so well. In that particular, in certain particular uh, adventures, especially where, just like in the Alien movie, you know, you're sent to investigate something, and there's a company man telling you, "Well, no, you just can't nuke the site from orbit. There's substantial company dollars attached to that spaceship, that space station." And the response is usually the same. Although, as the if movie. you're smart, you should just do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, and the response is usually by the group is exactly that. Who cares? because <laughs> let me tell you that company man will try to kill you eventually <laughs> oh my god so maybe maybe your character just you know, kept thinking about that so it was a self-fulfilling prophecy no 
He really did try to kill me. <laughs> it was pretty good. So, I you know other instances where you, you, the trade mechanic is or an enemy embedded would be like the sim, the similar military game where you have a NPC, yeah, not an NPC, but a player character play or a captured any enemy person because that would require quite a bit of trust on the players, other players to let this guy go or be able to to participate as a as a free person and it can go wrong. So probably I wouldn't want to put a player in that position. And I believe the person who did that in the story that I was talking about at the con game that was why he was acting the way he was, the person in charge, because he said he felt that it was a bad idea to put a player character in in that role. And he wanted to make a point of it. So that's why he was very staunchly against letting this guy out of irons and help the group defeat the bad guy, which, whatever that was. Which uh, I probably would not have been very happy about that. If it was just to teach me a lesson and doing that kind of action. Tell me about that after the game is over and uh, we'll go on and let everybody have fun. But anyway, so trader so a tr actual trader mechanic, like like there's a, there's a lot of games, a lot of board games that have trader mechanics. One is, uh, what is it? Battlestar Galactica. There's another one called, uh, well, it's kind of like an offshoot of, uh, of Battlestar Galactica where in Battlestar Galactica at the very beginning, everybody draws a card and somebody could be a Cylon. So what happens is the, that person is is working against the other group players. And other players are trying to escape the Battlestar Galactica board game. They're trying to escape to go to find Earth or whatever and get away from the Cylons. And this traitor, who is a Cylon, is trying to prevent that. And in the course of the game, he, he could be or she could be found out to be a traitor. And then their abilities change and... And then the game is, takes a little different turn. So in that sense, when you walk into that game, that, that Battlestar Galactica, you know that there could be a traitor in the group. And the possibility is there is a traitor in a group. Well, when you enter a role-playing game, that's, those rules are not stated. So I think that's that's the problem we run into when when uh, you you put a trader in a game like that. Like, let's say you're playing at a con <clears throat> and, and a GM has thought up of, of having a trader in the game who in the, in the, in the backstory, it's rule. It's written that this person is going to work against the, the party. I probably would not do that. I probably would not do that because Unless it's just a paranoid game, you know, I don't know what game paranoia is kind of like that where you don't trust anybody, but that's, that's already inherent in, in the game. Uh, if, unless it's inherent in the game, I think using a trader mechanic or having a trader embedded in the, in the party is probably, uh, probably a bad idea. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really, uh, because of alien being such a really, really good game and it was a really good experience. I really have, have you know gone away from the no trader in my game and my rpg game or i think the difference is that there's two things you should either if you want it to be a good trader you probably don't want the the player characters the the players to know right, right. but 
if it's um, if they don't know, they could get upset. So yes, I think that all the stories that I read said that if people knew there was a possibility that someone was a okay. traitor, it was different than if there was a traitor for your whole campaign, and you don't, and at the end they're revealed and you don't know it. That's when the groups um, have issues. The actual players. Okay. Yes. True. And if the player characters, if the players know that there is a traitor and then um and they've been, even if they know who it is their characters don't right that's different than having oh, yeah. it where nobody knows less likely to be a problem if everybody knows although they might kill the person if they know whether in character or out of character at the table yeah but i don't know yeah that's true. There, like I said, the, the, you're right. That's exactly right. If if the group perceives that it's possible for there to be a traitor, then it's there's no uh, contract broken with the with the with with the group, so to say. But <clears throat> but if there is no there's no hint of it, or there's, there's people just don't believe there's a possibility of it for whatever reason. I, either the way you wrote out the the campaign or you you wrote out the blurb on the and for the catalog for your for your game con game i think that's that's where you get into some really uh places where people might get upset about it another i remember i was gonna say uh i played this one game where we were i forget i don't remember what system it was used but we played and we were like in a in some sort of a like a outpost and it was like sort of science fiction modern science fiction and and i don't remember what, what exactly was happening but at one point uh somebody would say oh i need i need you to, we need to talk so literally he took me outside the room and he goes i'm the monster Arr! and he grabbed me like you know physically grabbed me and i didn't understand what he was talking about he goes he goes now you're a monster too so it's kind of like an alien from like, or like more like a, uh, what is that game? John Carpenter's The Thing, where the thing would infect you and then you would become part of the thing. And I'm like, what was, he goes, what's that mean? He goes, oh, it means the game's over for for us, for you, because cause, uh, cause you're a monster now. I'm like, oh, okay. So I left the game. You know, it was funny. And then uh, and then I got, I there was three other players, two other players that I ran into. One of them was Felipe in that game, I believe. And another one was a different guy that I, I didn't know, but I got to know, you know later. And he, he goes, like, what'd you think? He goes, I think it was a crap game. Because <laughs> he was mad because he was one of the first guys to leave the game because the GM had gotten him by himself. And he said, I'm the monster. And he, you know, with another, and with an NPC. And he says, I, you know, and he goes, well, so what's that mean? He goes, well, he goes, you know, the game's over for you. He goes, oh, okay. So he came in to back into the room because he's, had his stuff in there, grabbed his stuff. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm leaving. And so he left. And so I'm like, whoa, that was weird. And then I realized why he left because he, he, he turned him into a monster and he became a NPC, so to speak. And so he was, oh, I'm not going to play an NPC. I'm just going to leave. So everybody did that. So everybody, everybody became like, what's going on? So then I was, you know, me not being the brightest, uh, or the sharpest tool in the shed. I was, uh, was low to getting by myself with an NPC. And the same thing happened to me. And I'm like, and then, you know, not much of a bolt, but something went off above my head saying, oh, this is what's happened to the other characters. 
And he goes, well, you can still play. I'm like, well, how am I playing? He goes, well, just, you just did, you know, kind of do what I tell you to do. I'm like, oh, well, that's not very fun. So I go, you know. but I stayed, I stayed. I just, I, 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 and then Felipe was the last, I think Felipe was the last character alive. And so I go, I'll wait for you outside the door. So I grab my stuff. And, but uh, later on, I ran into the first guy and he was just not happy. He goes, oh, it was, well, BS. I'm like, oh, wow. So there's been a few instances where I have played in a game like that, or I have seen that game, or somebody's told me what's happened, and usually it's not a happy story. It just isn't. So my idea of having a traitor or having somebody go, uh, going against the goals of the group, usually it's a bad idea. But in certain instances, uh, I think like you said, if there's a little bit of disclosure at the beginning of the game that there might be a possibility of somebody being a traitor or somebody going against the group, uh, then I understand. Then I think I can understand the game going well because people know that this is a possibility. It may still not go well. <laughs> well and people it, might have bad feelings afterwards. Uh, yeah, but probably, a, okay, that's true. But probably a, a less chance of that happening if there is a little bit of a disclosure about that possibility. Like Alien, right? In an Alien game, Everybody knows that the company man is kind of suspect. Or, or, no matter what the write-up says. In an alien game, everybody is suspect. <laughs> well, what's funny is in the in the alien game also they, they have goals, right? Every character has in the in the in the published adventure, every character has goals. You have goals for every scene, and it, and it plays like a movie. That's how they really want to make it feel. So there's three usually three acts, and every act is a goal. And then if you if you uh, are able to meet that goal, whatever that goal is, then you get a in-game bonus, like a Benny or whatever you want to call it, like a plot point, something that allows you to give like a, like a do-over or, or extra bonus on your on your die roll or whatever. It doesn't matter because it's alien, so you're gonna <laughs> die. But I, I gotta admit, you had fun in that game. Yes, yes okay. but I knew people were trying to kill me, and I knew I was going to die, so it wasn't a big deal. Right, right, exactly. So uh, I'm kind of going a little bit uh, uh, softer on the anti, no evil characters, no traitor, traitorous characters in my game, <clears throat> but I, I really think that it should be used very judiciously, and it should be kind of rare, and if it does happen, it should be everybody at the table should kind of know that this is a possibility. Because if they don't, then they'll probably be upset with you at the end of the game. <laughs> yes. And you don't want that. You don't want people actually getting mad, players getting mad over a game. That's not the intent of playing a game, in my opinion, is to get leave the game angry. And I think uh, if if a lot of, there's a possibility of that happening in a trader in a game, with the trader, you mean? With the trader, yes. So, I think uh, I think that's it. You 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 really got to be careful if you plan on using or embedding the trader in a game in a role playing game. You you kind of have to forecast that as far as uh, no no forecasting. You need to actually tell the people that's a possibility. Yes. Yeah. But then you know that kind of raises their thing, and they're like looking at each other and going, oh, "Yeah, but if you don't." I mean, all the stories I read, if you don't tell them, then your group might not stay together. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think, and I, and I think that's it. You're right because they might get so hurt that your group falls apart. Yeah. And is it really worth your group falling apart to to run a game where this happens is part of your plot? Probably not. And at least in my book, no. I do not want to uh, upset people enough that they don't want to ever play a game with me. I don't think that's ever happened though. You wouldn't know, would you? That's true. There you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. You have a good day. Oh, my God.